Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thanks for being here on Cinco de Mayo. That's when I'm recording this. And I don't know when you're listening to it, but it's Cinco de Mayo where I am sitting right now. So much serious situations in this country, out of this country, all around. But I'm not going to talk about that today. It's all mundane. It's all frivolous what I'm talking about. Um, there is nothing of any importance, just fun stuff <laughs> that I'm talking about. First up, I want to talk about the Met Gala, and that was a whole lot of nonsense. It was supposed to be the theme for Vogue was the Gilded Age. Half the people apparently did not even bother to Google. Not only did they not know about the Gilded Age, they didn't even bother to Google it. Blake, Li- Blake Lively killed it in her costume, some of them utterly failed. But it's also pointless and silly, I think, where we are right now, I think. So much money is spent on that, and um, I don't know. I I think it's uh, frivolous in the wrong time, wrong place. I want to talk about Christine Boransky. I love her. If you don't know her, look her up. Um, She had a birthday this week, and she's 70. She is amazing. She is Broadway, television, movie, singer, dancer, great actress. She had a birthday, so happy birthday. Yesterday was Gary's birthday, as well as the one and only Audrey Hepburn was her birthday yesterday. If you don't know Audrey's movies, go back and and acquaint yourself with classic movies. When our son was growing up, <laughs> I forced him to watch classic movies with me. He didn't put up too much of a too much of a struggle, but now he knows a lot about classic movies, and I love that. Same thing with music and a lot of things. Children don't know what they don't know, and you have to help them along. <laughs> and then they will either like it or not later. It really doesn't matter. My father exposed me to a lot of music early on, and I love it all to this day. So, but if you don't know uh, Audrey Hepburn's movies, some of them are are really better than others. Uh, And if you want recommendations, let me know. I will give them to you. I'm not going to here, but um, she is missed because she is, she was one of a kind, one of a kind. Johnny Depp, oh, Amber heard that trial's going on and it's really messy. It is really messy. Um, she had requested a dismissal, and the judge denied that. So they are dragging each other through the mud. Last night, Gary, very late, turned on streaming HBO on demand. Just it's um, one of these shows where they it's based in truth, based on a book, but they took liberties with it. It's about the the uh, Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers. And I was really drawn into it as he watched it, even though it was very late by the time we tuned that in. But I said, and he told me there was controversy with some people. I won't name them because I don't have any facts about the person in front of me. But um, there's a lawsuit and so forth, apparently. And I wondered how you would feel about your life being written about and then being made into a, a movie, a, a, a TV show. 
when they really they are taking liberties they have to because when people are in the in the restroom talking to themselves and no one else is in there yeah they they have to kind of take uh, artistic liberty with that artistic license but i think that would be so strange to have your life splashed about in that way so i kind of don't um i really don't disagree with people that are that kind of fight that even though they have good sources and so forth on that but still i i just think that's i think that's weird Flying is not any fun anymore, and I don't care how you fly. I don't care if you fly the, you know, super first class. I don't care. The crowds, the airports, it's all awful. Security, it's all awful. I'm sorry. I just, the last time I was on a plane was in October, last October. It's, it's, uh, it's so far below par of anything that you would call enjoyable, but when your pilot has to return to the airport 40 minutes into the flight, that's worrisome, you know? You want to have confidence in your pilot. You don't want to be told that you're returning to the originating airport because your pilot didn't pass his final test. Well, that's what happened this week with a Virgin Atlantic airline. 40 minutes into the flight from London to New York's JFK, <coughs> excuse me, they had to they had to uh, turn around because it would it was discovered it emerged the pilot had not completed his final um, testing in other words it's a it's a virgin internal testing they do and he had not completed it now he's been with the he's been flying I think with Virgin 17 years fully qualified co-pilot fully qualified very qualified pilots with lots of experience so it wasn't you weren't the the people weren't in danger. They definitely were not in danger. It was really just this internal test that had not been completed by this pilot. The worrisome part of that is how did that happen? How did that slip through the cracks? And what if they weren't qualified? What if they didn't have all of this experience? And the whole story, it's like this was uh, through CNN, by the way, um, I was reading. Uh, you know, the airline took great pains to comfort people. It's like you weren't, you know, it was, they were fully qualified, you know, all the disclaimers in the world. But still, getting, stepping foot onto any airline and questioning, everything okay in the cockpit? You guys, man, woman, whomever, are you qualified? And did you pass all the tests you needed to pass? Because from Heathrow to JFK, that's a long flight. And a lot of it is over the deep blue sea. And there is no place to land pretty much once you get to a certain point. There's no turning back. Uh, there's no place to go in the case of an emergency when you are that far out over the ocean. So I found that to be a little bit disconcerting um, from Virgin. Now I want to talk about design. Design. I, back in the day, I was certified because to be a, a designer. I thought I wanted to be one. I've gone through many, many things of what do I want to do? And 
and I finally settled into a career, yeah, but in the meantime, I took, I, I was fortunate enough to explore different avenues. Design was one, and I got certified in that, but what I discovered at the end of it was I didn't want to do that because I'm too opinionated. I am, I have my own taste, and I'm pretty much going to let a person know about that. Plus the fact that in many instances, depending on where you land, it's all about the working with entities where it's all about the profit margin, not really what the client perhaps would be really happy with. So all sorts of things muddied the water for me. So I, I, I let that go and I moved on and kept, kept searching. But I do have very strong ideas about design, and, and one of them is to be eclectic and to do what makes you happy. Your home is your haven, and do what makes you happy within reason. I mean, you don't want to, you know, sit in a tire, but use your own taste. And if you need a designer to guide you, to help you with the right places to go, that is fantastic. Because they are brilliant. I know one, and they really are brilliant, and they ha they can steer you clear of huge pitfalls and horrible mistakes that you make. So really what I'm talking about is it's like the, the, the little tiny piece of design. Architectural Digest, which I have loved for more years than I am going to tell you, came out some of their design some designers came out and it was it ran a few days ago in architectural digest 10 things 10 trends that need to die forever i read that because i think that is an asinine headline i thought it was an asinine headline nothing should die forever it depends on what you what you like right now i have a, a ceramic black kind of lacquery painted uh panther that was uh, that my grandmother got in 1951 she wrote the date on the bottom and i have it my we have it right now displayed we have it out and it's it just looks fantastic and if other people don't like it well i'm sorry we like it so t design and what you have in your home is so personal um, I, I have a problem with people doing it in any area, doing a brush stroke, a broad brush stroke across. Don't do this anymore. Don't ever do this again. This is really bad. While I may agree that some of these things in design are so horrific, they really should be buried forever. But that's my opinion. And if Joe Schmo next door wants to have that, so be it. Who am I? Who am I? Unless you're paying me a lot of money to, to design for you and you really want to take my word, go for it. But I want to share with you some of the things these designers shared, said these things should die forever, go away forever. Again, as I go through this, it's a short list. Um, I will chime in on what I think. Suites of furniture. Now, I agree wholeheartedly with that. You know what I'm talking about, where you go in and you buy. And if you 
don't have any sense of design, that's when you need a professional. If you have no idea what you want, what your taste is, what you like, then absolutely go to a designer. But where you go in and you just say, I want this grouping, and it's and anyone in the world can have the same grouping, just like you, couch, chair, table, lamps, wall art, whatever, all at once, good to go, they deliver it. If there's a reason for that, okay, um, temporary housing, lots of lots of uh, reasons where why people might want to do that. But as a rule, mix and match. It it has to complement each other your furnishings, but it doesn't have to be matchy matchy, big suite of furniture, boom, all at once. I find that boring. Designing your home should not be boring. It should excite you. You should feel comfortable. You should feel relaxed in your domicile. So I agree with that one. But again, if you need that kind of thing, okay, go for it. Uh, this one designer said she was shocked. She was shocked to walk in and see granite countertops. Personally, I have been over granite for almost from the beginning of it trending. But to be shocked at this juncture, um, it, it's, it's been out there too long. The designer should not be shocked to walk in and see granite. Uh, walk in and frown and go, mm, we, need to, we need to update and do something that's more conducive to feeling good in your kitchen. Okay, but, and the same designer was unhappy about a certain kind of mosaic backsplash. So there you go. Again, that is really nitpicky. I think that's hugely nitpicky, but you know, to each their own, I guess. Um, a waterfall uh, countertop. Um, I just see a problem with that. Um, why was that a problem? This designer just chimed in, didn't like it, didn't think that they looked good, but again, I don't see a problem with that if that's what you want in your house. This one was really weird. Contemporary art. I mean, that was very, very specific. I think probably in this instance, it was more to that story. I think this designer probably had a lot more to say about that opinion because just to blanket contemporary art, there has to be, there has to be more to that story. Don't you think? I do. I think so. This one was very weird, macrame. Macrame has not been with us since the days of cedar walls and big hanging ferns, I didn't think. But is macrame back? You know, I mean, I haven't seen it and I was just at design stores today. And well, if you want to call them design stores, I, uh, you know, at home and home goods. <laughs> um, they're, they're the, uh, you know, like the design stores for us regulars, you know. But I didn't see macrame. Am I overlooking it and I'm missing it? But I'm not sure how macrame. I may consult my designer friend I'll be seeing tonight to, to give me the scoop on macrame and come back to you on that. If you don't know what macrame is, because it's been out for so long, Google it images and you'll see what I'm talking about. It's like woven things like plant hangers or wall hangers, or, you know, hangings, like, it's kind of like a weird threaded 
heavy ropish art, whatever. Um, barn doors. This one designer was very bothered by barn doors. Contemporary barn doors look really good. I understand true barn doors that look like a barn. There are spaces where a barn door, a sliding door, like a pocket door kind of thing, but on the outside of the wall instead of the inside, it's the only solution. People don't have a choice. It's like, sorry, um, this is the only thing that I can do in this space. And they work. They work beautifully. So I thought that was, again, kind of, and eh, whatever. This designer was bothered by a feature wall. Now, Gary and I have had those for a long time. We don't now. Meaning one wall is painted a different color from the rest. And I personally thought that had trended away anyway, but I, I, don't, I guess maybe it hasn't in the world of these designers is what they're seeing out there from Architectural Digest's point of view. Um, again, it goes back to if that makes you happy, do it. Do it. I mean, it's not, again, it's not like uh, hanging dice from your ceiling fan. It's if it's tasteful and it makes you happy and comfortable in your home, do it. Do it. But my very, very favorite one was a designer who I can really relate to her and her, her real point of view because or I think it actually may be a man, to tell you the truth. Uh, the person said, you know, kind of basically don't listen to trends. You know, don't, don't pay attention to trends. Do what you, kind of what I've been saying. Uh, it was a fairly long paragraph kind of about their point of view on on trends it's a kind of their point was don't look to be trendy in the first place don't don't um go into something that is considered trendy because it is trendy and for no other reason if that makes sense to you go with what what you like and and there really shouldn't be trends you know it's like it, there are just things out there put together the style that is truly you. Just, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but basically that was it. And I related to that, uh, that person, that designer's point of view, because it made sense. It made sense to me. Uh, put together in your home something, when you walk in, it soothes your soul. You kind of exhale because you're home. And I have gone through so many phases of design. But almost every time, no, all, every time, every time. When I walk into my domicile, no matter if it's a big place in the country that we've had, a, a downtown loft uh, in a very big city, no matter what, no matter where or here in Florida in a condominium, when I walk in, I wanna I wanna feel the shoulders lower. I wanna I wanna exhale and I want to, to know that I'm in my space and the world is out there away from all of the 
trials and tribulations that we have faced, especially during the pandemic time period and the, the things that are going on all over the place right now to, to concern you, to worry you, are just to impact your day-to-day life. So that's my that's my take on it. Do what you want that makes you feel good in your space. It's as simple as that. I've done that since I had my my bedroom at home. I I made it what I wanted it to be, and thankfully I had parents that uh, let me do that, it, even if it meant covering my wall with posters and actually putting holes in the wall (laughs) instead of trying to figure out how to frame them and do it right no i just put them up and made holes in the wall and then there were holes to be repaired but just make it your own whatever you do thank you for being here i appreciate it please do visit us at northpalmbeachlife.com where these podcasts always rest as long as stories and things that we do my other podcast are also there you'll find some other things that i that i talk about so if you want to go and listen to those that would be great gary posts a lot of pictures he also writes for all things cruise about travel so you can find him there please go to my amazon account or my books rather not my account stay out of my account (laughs) but uh, i have books there that are fiction and they're fun they're they're uh, not trying to create any kind of, uh, you know, social statement whatsoever. They're just fun reads with fun characters that I wish I knew in real life. I do appreciate you for being here. Visit us at our YouTube channel. Same name as our website, northpalmbeachlife.com. Gary and I appreciate you. We know you're out there. We do. We see we see the red dots. We know you're there. So thank you, red dots, because those red dots are people listening, and it means a lot to us. You can find these podcasts also on Amazon, Spotify, iTunes, and many, many other platforms. Thank you so much for being with me at Gigi and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Stay with me.